It's the Green Umbrella Marketing Social Snippet Show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Social Snippet Show. This week, when we went live on Facebook, it was the um, the Green Umbrella HQ team, um, and we were talking about all the latest updates. So we end up covering the changes in Facebook advertising and the LinkedIn Messenger updates. Um, Amanda shares some information on the best times to post on social media. Um, as always, in the show notes, you can kind of see a little list of things that we cover. So you can kind of like work your way through and, and get the snippets that you want to listen to. Um, and if you enjoy the show, don't forget, you can always come and join us live um, when we record this. We live stream it on our Facebook page every Thursday at 12 noon. So um, come and join us there as well. But in the meantime, I'll stop talking and let you listen to the show. Hi, we are live on Facebook, on YouTube, we are live on LinkedIn, and as always, there'll be like a 30-second delay before anyone actually realises, so um, we need to find a better way to fill this gap, probably. But here we are again, it's Thursday, it's 12 noon, and the um, Green Umbrella team are all here, correct and present, to have a little discussion over the social media updates, the trends, the changes, the annoyances, the niggles, and all that kind of thing from the last couple of weeks. So, um, how are we all doing, guys? Good. I think we need a, a jingle. That's what I've decided. You said we needed we needed to fill the time. Oh, you know, I was talking about the podcast. Well, they have a jingle, so we need a jingle. We could all sing something. I'll sing on a recording. <laughs> So, yeah, just whilst we were getting comfortable and getting ready to go, we um, were talking about podcast and Emily was saying that, um, obviously, you know, with, with me launching my podcast, and it's been a, a hot topic of late and Emily was just saying she's just started listening to a podcast. You're going to do a quick review for us, Emily? No, I can't. It's far too rude for this. <laughs> I've been listening to Chris Ramsey and Rosie Ramsey's podcast, which isn't new. I think they're about 85 episodes in, maybe. Anyway, I'm on episode 15, and it's great. I, I haven't really been on board with podcasts up until, obviously, Christina did her podcast, and then I was like, okay, I need to try listening to some more. Um, so, yeah, it's just really funny. They talk about um, – they have this section called What's Your Beef? And it's basically where, they're, obviously, because they're married – uh, if there's anything that's annoyed them about the other person in that week, they air it on the podcast and like that's their beef. So they each have like Chris has his beef and then Rosie has her beef. So that's really funny. Um, and then they have um, uh, people that write in with like questions or dilemmas, um, which can be anything. If you've listened to it, I'm not going to repeat it, but it's funny. Um, and then they have a celebrity question at the end. Um, it just really makes me laugh. It's just funny. It's one of those things you can sort of have on in the background. You don't really need to listen to it, but you can kind of tune in and out. And um, yeah, it's great. So I'd recommend. <laughs> podcast is a massive treasure. Any any of like you know, loads of people are getting into podcasting right now. Do any of the others? Any of you listening to podcasts at the minute? I do, but not not work related either. So anything, yeah, I just... cricket and rugby. Course, I listen to some <laughs> so mixture, so occasionally we'll dip into some work ones. Obviously, Christina Talks is a highly recommended podcast. Um, 
what else off menu that's a really good one that's quite a, a comedy one as well so it's uh ed gamble and james acaster you go into a fictional restaurant and you can order anything you want so if it was kind of the you know if it was like your last meal or dream meal you can have anything you want but that's very funny that sounds great well so talk about that yeah, I would like that. I love food. So, <laughs> what are you going to have? And they have all sorts of guests in there. So, oh, yeah, cool. very funny. It's very funny. I'll tell you uh, another one that I was listening to that's really good is um, Giovanna, I'm going to say it wrong, Giovanna Fletcher, um, Happy Mum, Happy Baby. It's a very popular one. Um, but it's sort of, so I obviously, I don't have children. And yeah, but I, I think it's funny. It's quite, you don't have to listen to it if you just, if you're a mum, basically, or if you're a dad. Um, it's just they sort of tell funny stories. They have celebrity guests on there. They had um, oh, I'm going to embarrass myself now, but I've forgotten her name. David Cameron's wife, Samantha. Samantha. Yeah, that was it. And she was on it. It was actually really interesting. She was talking about sort of like the white at uh, the White House. She was talking about number ten, <laughs> um, and she was sort of saying about. <laughs> Well, I do know. <laughs> um, and she was saying about um, her son, I think it was her son that passed away, which I didn't know about. Um, mm. So it was really, it was really interesting. Like I said, they don't just talk about what it's like to be a mum or a dad, but they do talk about other things and um, sort of parenting and how your upbringing can affect your parenting and stuff. So um, yeah, it's quite interesting. There's so many podcasts. Yeah, work is selling without sleaze. Coffee with Dan, which are kind of more marketing y ones, they're not specifically social media, but um I, yeah. I love Dan Meredith. I find him really entertaining as yeah. well. Yeah. He's a tad um testosterone -y for me. It's all we like, <laughs> it's all kind of, you know, there's lots of just effing do it and I'm going balls out with something. So balls deep. Balls deep. Oh, why is it always about balls? <laughs> Can I just say, I do know the difference between the White House and 10 Downing Street. Thank you very much. I'm going to oh, leave. <laughs> One's white, that's what you're going to say, isn't it? I've been, I've, I was going to say I've been to, I've been to the White House. Been to I've been to the White House. And it was, it was when it was, um, so Christina's like, Emily, can you shut up? <laughs> it was when it was, um, the the snowstorm what was that called there was a name for it and the whole of the whole of washington shut down and i was <laughs> there I mean, are you sure yeah, you no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was okay okay before emily embarrasses herself any further <laughs> let's yeah let, 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 let's get into things so um, probably one of the reasons that we're um, a little on the giddy side today is that the last couple of weeks in the social media world, it's been really frustrating. Every, everything keeps changing. All the platforms are just, they're like rolling out, update after, it's like update over update over update. And I've, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but it's just driving me insane. It's like whether I'm logging into Facebook or LinkedIn or or MailChimp, either. there's like something's changed. The interface is, is different. And it's like you go to click somewhere and, you know, trying to get into ads manager is all of a sudden it, it takes you 10 minutes to find it. Or, you know, I find it, it really easy. And then Amanda's got when she clicks on the same option, she gets something completely different. And it is so frustrating at the minute. 
Mm. How have you yeah. guys found things? What 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 are the new things that you've spotted? What are they like? Yeah, what what kinds of things are we getting asked about at the minute that people can't find? You're you're right. It is. It's been really frustrating. I think, um, you know, we've all been crazy busy been crazy busy throughout really throughout 2020 throughout lockdown particularly in the last few weeks I think as we said that's why we were a bit giddy because we haven't really had a good catch-up for a while so this is the first time you know we've had a chance to catch up um, and have a good chat but yeah some of the changes they're just taking up more time as you go and look and find things so um, Facebook have changed their interface Um, as you say an ads manager so what looks you know your interface is different to my interface so if somebody rings with a query and says i can't find where i get my pixel code for example it's not like you can talk them through it from memory you can't say right click that button and go here you have to do a screen share and then um, walk them through it so it's it's just more time consuming we've had people in our um gu coaching group so we have a, a Facebook closed group for anyone who's a coaching client saying oh my god you know what's what's going on with Facebook what about the the pages feed so when you're interacting as your business with other pages and businesses that's gone so there's a news feed in its place but it's just not it's just not as interactive it doesn't present you with the things you want to engage with so so yeah I mean yeah I found that frustrating and I've had clients come back and say what's going on with it it's a it's a bit of a headache so and a lot of the time we don't get any warning do we so we even though we're on the ball with all the social media news and look at the releases it's not like they tell you it's coming so one day you'll just log in and everything's changed yeah I mean you know to be fair we, we do generally get some sort of warning but the problem is it's so long between the warning and it actually rolling out mm. so like the latest Facebook interface the fact that 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 the whole layout was going to be changed. It was going to be more like the mobile experience, et cetera, et cetera. I think we we had that notification probably about 12 months ago, if not longer. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where it's been rolled out and pulled back and rolled out and pulled back. And and now it is kind of, I think we're doing the deadline, aren't we, before um, you, you're kind of forced to go with the new the, the new normal you, you won't have that option anymore to 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 revert um jane i know you were involved in a conversation in the coaching group um or perhaps one of the other facebook groups we're part of um and you were saying you think from a user perspective it's actually although it's a it's really annoying from a business mm-hmm. marketing perspective but from a user perspective you think it's it's a bit yeah, I quite like it actually i mean it's funny because i um I'd forgotten what the old one looked like. And then I had a chance to to look at it again. And I thought, God, yeah, I'd forgotten, you know, what it looked like. And now I feel it's it's a lot more intuitive to me personally where to find everything. But then as a business, yeah, you can't find anything anywhere. Nothing works properly. I created an event the other day and it didn't invite anyone. And, you know, there seems to be no reason behind some of these things that just don't work. And it's like they've sort of rolled it out, but without the back end being ready. And without thinking about some of the actions that people actually take. I think the, the frustration is when everyone has different things, though. So I don't think mine's fully updated yet to the newer version. And it's just quite difficult, say, if 
I'm trying to explain something to Jane or Jane's trying to explain something to me and I don't know what she's talking about because I haven't really seen it and she can't remember what mine looks like. I think that happens quite a lot. We have that with clients quite a lot as well. We're, we're trying to explain something to them and we're like, well, you might have this version or you might have this version or here's another version that you possibly may have. <laughs> it's so complicated. Do you know, it, it is and it's like, you know, obviously we can share screens and that kind of thing, but it's sometimes it's just a case of right you've clicked on that button now tell me what's on your screen mm. can mm. you see anything that's using this word okay brilliant click on that and it's kind of it's this I, I guess we we know the language of Facebook so therefore we're kind of going right where are they going to put it it's going to be there or there or there you know and, it, and it, it's it's almost like potluck really whether you get it right first time or third time um but yeah, it's, I mean, I know the first couple of weeks, it was like nobody could find Ads Manager. Mm. People were literally just like Google searching Facebook Ads Manager to get through it that way. So it was, yeah, just just an absolute nightmare. Um, and then we started to see, um, obviously, Facebook announced Business Suite, which if you have been using the Facebook Pages Manager app, Business Suite essentially is going to replace that. And if you've not been using Business Manager, again, Business Suite, it is, that's going to be the tool you use. But it's kind of, it's a bit gray because it's separate to your, your ads manager as well. That's still going to stay in Business Manager. And it's like all this stuff. <laughs> and you know that they're rolling this out in a way so that they can streamline things later. But right now it just feels so messy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's like so many options and so many ways to do the same thing, especially mm. across the different versions. And I think, yeah, like you said, Christina, hopefully once it's all sort of fully rolled out and everyone's on, on the same version, it is going to make it simpler. But at this point in time, it does seem very confusing and especially confusing. If it's confusing for us. Imagine how it is for us trying to explain to somebody who doesn't know it as well as we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I guess what, what I'd say is that if you are battling with Facebook, if you've been like yesterday, for example, there were massive issues with um, something called Creator Studio, which a lot of people will be using to schedule their posts, schedule their, their um, videos through Facebook for both Facebook and Instagram. You know, if you're having these problems, be patient. It's I promise it's temporary because it's always temporary. Um, and you know, there's live chat on our website. Just come and ask us. We're, it's like we're, we're all feeling the same frustration, and it's a couple of minutes out of our day to help you find that one button that that's actually, you know, we talk to people that they've spent two hours trying to do something. Well, actually, if we can spend two minutes for you, and it, it's you know, it's done and it's resolved then that's not a lot of time out of our day and it's a lot less stress for you. So um, so stick with it and use us when you need to use us on that front. But like I said, the changes have gone, they're not just on <coughs> Facebook. So um, we had some changes rolled out on LinkedIn as well in terms of the, the interface mm -hmm. there and MailChimp as well over the last yeah. couple of weeks. <coughs> that has been changes there rolling out. So normally you'd get your menu along the top on MailChimp. Um, for some people now they're logging in that menu's completely changed. It's going down the left-hand side. It's all kind of pictorial. It's all like icons. 
Um, you've got like a megaphone for your campaigns. There's this little weird blobby thing that's supposed to be for people that I think once, you know, once <laughs> you realise it represents audience, you're kind of looking at it going, what the hell is that supposed to be? Um, so it, yeah, you know, I've been in Mailchimp today. Was had exactly we haven't conferred about this, but yeah, I had exactly the same thought process. Was what is that supposed to be? Oh, they're people. Okay, yeah. it's words Ooh. of mine audience yeah. campaign <laughs> no? yeah. so it's like I said it, and the problem is it's like it's almost like what would be a good analogy I, I don't know it it's almost like uh you know a classroom scenario someone comes in with like the the new look you know and then all of a sudden everyone else wants to like copy the look or copy the trends and and so actually we end up with all these changes all at the same time I always say I, I don't want to describe myself as an expert because things can change so rapidly. Okay. And, you know, it's like the carpet gets pulled out from us all the time. When I first saw that new layout on MailChimp, I was going into a coaching call with someone middle of last week. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday of last week. So, okay, log into your MailChimp account then. And they logged in with a screen shared with me. And I went, oh, crap. I don't know where anything is now, you know, and it's like, you know, we're, we're working on this live, mm. you know, and, and so, th and this is one of the reasons why I, I'm so adamant about that word expert, because I, I just feel like we've, I'm really, really knowledgeable. I know I'm knowledgeable and I, I know I've got all, all the ideas and everything else, but actually it's, this is an industry. It's so hard to kind of actually say, yeah, I know everything in, um, but yeah, so I'm very aware we're live streaming this on LinkedIn. And when you're live streaming on LinkedIn, you're not supposed to talk about LinkedIn. Did you know that's one of the rules? Really? Yeah. yeah. You're not allowed to live stream on LinkedIn. You're not supposed to live stream on LinkedIn and talk about using LinkedIn. It's true. You're looking what's at me. The, uh, <laughs> what's the rationale behind that? Is that because they want to steer you towards their training programs or...? Probably, I think it's about they want people to deliver valuable con content. Um, obviously, you know, there's some exceptions to that, but there's um, heaps of value in everything we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, um, then, Amanda. Really <laughs> like a worded letter. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I mention it is that there are, and I know, Emily, this is you want to talk about something that's sort of related to this, but just before we get into that, um, there are some changes that have been announced on LinkedIn Messenger, okay? So one of my frustrations is that it's really hard to, like, bulk delete messages, and my LinkedIn Messenger just gets – it's so full, and things get lost in there all the time. And, you know, if I could pin messages or if I could just get rid of the noise in just a few moments rather than having to go through message by message by message – um, you know, every time someone connects with you, if they personalise it, it creates a new message stream. And, you know, it, it's just it, it gets really messy. So they're, they've announced that they're rolling out the ability to bulk ed, to, to bulk edit your and clean up your inbox. The messages you send, you'll be able to kind of reply in a, a you know, almost like when you reply in a thread kind of way on WhatsApp or on Facebook Messenger, you can do the same thing. We'll now be able to do that on LinkedIn. 
um, that you'll be able to edit your messages. So all those typos, everyone knows I go a million miles an hour. My spelling and grammar is really good, but I can't type for toffee. So all those little, um, you know, I send a message and I think, oh, God, well, it's been seen now. Can't change that. I'll be able to edit them going forward. Um, but I haven't got this yet. So I was testing it with Amanda. And there is a really, really funny video. If you want to reach out to me, I will share this video with you. We need to get it edited because there's a few swear words along the way. Um, but essentially, I, I was testing it with Amanda. And then, you know, you've got the automatic responses. I thought I'd see how long it would take Amanda to notice that I was sending her the automatic responses. <coughs> It, it's hilarious. It's so <laughs> then go on to have. And I'm screen recording, but capturing the sound as well. And I get to a point where I'm, ab I'm actually hyperventilating. It's like I can, you can hear me wheezing. I'm laughing so hard. Um, but, you know, the story behind that, it's, it's a really funny video. Reach out to me. I'll happily share it with you. Amanda's given me permission now. So um, I have. Well, because so it's not stuff. I, I wasn't having a great day at the time. <laughs> I just had one of those days where it's like, you know, computer wasn't playing. Software was being a pain in the what's it. So <laughs> I thought you'd started just genuinely reaching out to me going, how are you? <laughs> it was a bit like, oh, oh, having a whinge. And then I thought. Well, this is a bit rude. The She's quite abrupt, isn't she? I, so, yes, I, did on. I don't think I would have gotten on so fast. Christina is quite often very abrupt. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. <laughs> I said to you, I said you don't invite me on live lunch today, Christina. I'm really not. I'm far too hyperactive today. <laughs> so let's tap into that hyperactivity then, Emily. What news have you got to share? My news, now I do have notes, which I'm going to try and say it without the notes, but I do know I'm going to have to click into the notes at the end because it's a new announcement. But Facebook is uh, integrating um, Instagram, Direct and Messenger. Um, so the goal eventually, I believe, is to integrate that with WhatsApp as well, although they're not doing that at the moment. And also, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. I think that will be, that to me, that'd be a bit confusing, but... Um, anyway, so they're saying, okay, I'm going to have to get my notes, sorry. <laughs> um, at the moment, you can only cross-message and you'll be able to see your messenger threads in Instagram direct. Uh, but Instagram messages will only be available in Instagram. Um, and then they're also updating a few new functions within Messenger as well. Um, so these include, now this is why I knew I was going to need the list, um, safe selfie stickers, uh, watch together. So Instagram users will now be able to join watch together video co-watching parties via Messenger. Uh, vanish, vanish mode, so where the person automatically, sorry, as soon as the person sees the message, that message is removed, it vanishes. Uh, chat colours, uh, custom emoji reactions, and there'll be more uh, message controls as well. Um, so yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. I don't know I mean, I get the premise behind it. I get the idea of having everything in one place. And what they were basically saying is that people, there's so many messaging platforms that people sometimes don't know where to go to get a, to find a, a specific thread. So I do understand that. But for me, my WhatsApp is very personal messages, whereas my Instagram necessarily is, isn't always personal. It might be Another, I don't know, another Instagram account that randomly messaged me, or I don't know. Hands on Instagram, isn't it? Hands, you know, 
popular lady. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think that would be confusing if they then integrate that. It depends how it works. If your WhatsApp messages are then showing in Messenger, or are they going to have all your social media messages within WhatsApp? I don't know. So the, the ultimate plat, so they kind of announced last year that they were going to, in 2020, create create a situation where you as a user you would use your messaging app of choice so you don't even need to have one app on the phone and all those messages would come into that one place for you so if I live in whatsapp but you live in instagram well I'm using whatsapp to talk to you but you're receiving all those messages in instagram because that's where you live that's your platform of choice so I think it, it makes a lot of sense that they're kind of taking the walls down in this way. But again, it's like we said about these changes, we're going to be in this sort of messy situation. So they're not bringing WhatsApp into the, into the picture at all right now. And I think they've said they're kind of, they can't quite work out how to do that right now probably yeah. for the reasons you've, you've just mentioned and you know that people think of whatsapp as being a more kind of secure way of talking anyway so i, I think that's where the difficulty is going to be there um but right now as i understand it and you're, you're totally right emily this stuff's kind of that some i've probably read more about this this morning than and i than i have done in the last sort of 48 hours because it's only just started to come out Mm. Um, but the experience is going to be right now is that from Facebook Messenger, I could send Mark a message that he receives in Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what they, they said. You can cross message, but you can't. At the moment, you can't see your Instagram messages in in Facebook. Yeah, that's it. But I think yeah. it's the stages, and that, that's kind of what you were saying, Christina, is that it's going to be very confusing at the beginning because they're doing it in little bits. And I know, obviously, they kind of have to do it in that way, but it's all a bit all over the place for yeah. me, I think. So they've said this, um, they've launched it in a couple of countries. I haven't seen which countries yet, um, but I, like I said, <laughs> they've, they've announced that this was happening last year. So we've, you know, I, I don't think it'll be too much longer. What was interesting, though, and, and I actually wasn't going to talk about it, so I'm glad you brought it up. But some of the, you know, things like the vanishing message, well, that's mm -hmm. like a Snapchat thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That made, sense, so that made sense. But colour coding the messages that you send as well, mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know why people are going to do that. You say that, but I think I might try it. <laughs> <laughs> the reason being is that so my friend sent me a YouTube video the other day and she I won't show it because it's obviously her phone but she'd um uh, changed all the colors of her um what they called like uh, app icons so they were all one color scheme and she'd like really tidied up her her phone screen and I just think it looked really cool. So I was thinking, oh, I want to try that. And then if you could then also match that with the colours of your messages, that's cool. That's cool. In the scenario, it's like if I if I sent a message saying, um, like, let's say I sent a nice message to you and I coloured it pink because it was a nice message. And then the next message I sent to you was, you know, God, it's cold today, Emily, and I colour that blue. It's kind of, I don't get why people would, like, individual uh, messages they send have... Like, why would you take the time to set? But does it not mean that you just have one color? Oh, sorry, I might have, might have understood that wrong. I thought it meant you just had one color that you could choose for all of your messages that you no, send to anybody. 
with the screenshots I've seen, it's like different messages, different colors. Um, yeah, so, I wouldn't person though, or something like that to like. know at this point. To sort of tidy up your inbox. You just have red for all the people you don't like. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, I've got a red come through. Red mood today, don't talk to her. Green green is good, green for go. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, what, what have you seen over the last couple of weeks that's a bit something a bit different or a change you've noticed? Um well I did actually notice today that my pages app has updated to the new one, which I can't remember what it's actually called. Business suite. That's it. So yeah, I haven't had a chance to have a look at the app, but I'd imagine that again changes everything on the mobile side of things as well. Then, yeah. So I think we've had a couple of things, haven't we? With again, glitch-wise, with um, sort of from a design and branding perspective, where um, like are we looking at changing sizes of posts again, or cover photos, cover videos? Have we had some issues there with uploads as well? <laughs> Um, the, the main thing we've we've seen is the videos, I think, on Facebook where a normal sort of, you know, sort of 16.9 HD sort of video doesn't actually work very well anymore. So the videos need to be sized. I can't recall exactly what size it is, but it's like a very, it's almost, you know, it is quite a rectangular sort of thinner shape. And to make it work, sort of fill the whole area on a business page, it seems to have to be that. I'm just trying not to laugh because the dog's just come in. <laughs> <laughs> just jumped on. It, 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 yeah. it looked like a man had a wagging tail. <laughs> <laughs> really excited. <laughs> Ooh, Facebook videos. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so what we think at the minute, are people better to go with sort of static images rather than videos and then sort of try again in a few weeks once, once things settle down or...? Yeah, I mean, maybe we we were trouble even uploading things a couple of weeks ago, but that that at least seems to have settled down now. Um, but I mean, I've seen certainly bigger brands that haven't sort of updated their videos, and you know, you can see it sort of sitting in the middle of a page with gaps at the edges, sort of thing. It's it's one of those things. It's not a great when every video is taken in a certain proportion it doesn't make much sense to to force it to be something that people can't easily create that's that's yeah. a bit of a weird one but yeah Im images are fine images you know seem, seem to work still you're still on there so yeah it will be one of those ones where we'll have to leave it i think like you say a few weeks and see what settles down will they do what they did before because even on, on the old size you could sort of um use a standard size video and it would view differently on desktop and mobile whereas this one is you know it's definitely sort of chopping bits off well, not chopping bits off but just um not using the whole header area basically cool cool um jane we were talking about some of the facebook advertising changes and there's sort of one, one change in particular we were quite um quite sort of interested by and had a little bit of a Again, we're really sad when some of this stuff happens and we, we send each other excited messages. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, yeah, over to you. Yeah, basically, the most exciting thing that's happened to Facebook advertising in years is that they have now got rid of you having a limit of 20% text on images in your adverts. Um, we've posted about this on our page and in our groups a little bit recently, but it's it's one of those things that it's held us back 
for so long because a lot of images we maybe create for clients or for ourselves they might be on a branded template they've got a little bar at the bottom that might have a company name on and a logo and all of those things were counting against you if you tried to use that kind of image in an advert and then of course if you wanted to put something else in there like special offer or you know other text you just limit yourself even further. Um, Facebook had a sort of little grid thing that you could put over it and, and you could sort of count the number of squares that had text in and sort of work out whether you were below it or above. Um, so, it, you know, they tried to help you, but it was just a long time ago, your ad wouldn't run at all. And then I think in 2018, your ad would run, but only to a limited audience. And then you would constantly get messages. Your ad's not performing because you've got too much text in there. Sometimes we'd have to run them anyway because there was just no choice and accept the fact that they weren't going anywhere. But now that's gone. Um, Facebook still says try to keep it low, try to keep your message clear and concise, which makes sense. People don't want to read an essay when they see an advert. But it's just it's just brilliant. We can just have a bit more freedom to actually put what we want in an image. And, and and I think because it it was all kind of machine led as well, you'd you'd have you maybe you had a stock photo that had a, a street sign in the background, let's say. Yeah. Well, that's not text in. Okay, yes, it's text, but it, it's not by Facebook's rules. It's not what they would count as text on your on your image. But then the machine side of it that was deciding whether you were above or below the twenty percent text rule would read that as text. Same with book covers. So if you're looking at um, promoting sort of, you know, down like white papers, guides, playbooks, that kind of content where, you know, your lead generation content, if you put the cover of the book or the cover of the, the, the guide in that image, it would include the text on that book, even though Facebook's guidelines say, oh, no, we don't include that. But that would then get picked up in, in the... Um, in in the AI, if you like, um, and then your advert wouldn't run. It was just so annoying. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how much ads change over the next few months. Um, again, I'm hearing from people that they're having issues running ads at the minute. Ads seem to be getting flagged for being inappropriate or against community guidelines and, and that kind of stuff. And I do think there's probably just a tiny little bit of, uh, again, the shift in the algorithms, the shift in the, you know, kind of like the, the logic, if you like, is, is just creating a few problems that shouldn't be there. So, again, it is a patience game and you have to review things and um, or, you know, ask for them to be reviewed if, if there is a problem like that. Um Again, use live chat. If you've had something and you're getting a warning from Facebook saying that, um, you know, your, your advert's not running and it's breaking this particular community rule and you can't figure out why, jump on live chat, tell us what the text is, and it might be that there's just some wording in it that we know can't get past that machine. Um, but, yeah, this – Mark was – Mark came into the office a couple of weeks ago and we were talking, and I to mention the fact that part of my downtime I spend scrolling through and looking at ads. So I actually, you know, sorry, mum, I don't look at what you're posting. You know, and it, it's I'm actually I'm looking for the adverts, like what are the trends we're seeing, what wording are people using that that sort of working particularly well. 
Um, you know, that this time of year, I'm looking at all sorts of e-commerce brands um, or, you know, some of the some of the, the big high street retailers as well that I know are going to be having a massive push into online. I'm looking at their Facebook pages, um, looking at the information available. What adverts are they running? What creative are they using? What wording are they using? That counts as fun for me, which um, you know, <laughs> Mark had something to say about, of course. <laughs> But it will be really interesting how much of a difference this makes to the creative element of ads going forwards. So it, it is it is a big change. It is a big change. Cool. So what we <laughs> sorry. We're not allowed to talk about the um the the Netflix show you haven't watched yet, The Social Dilemma, are we? I, I started watching it last night. I've only about halfway through it. Okay, that's one for another time. But it just it ties in quite nicely to what you're saying about Facebook ads. So homework for people. It's really interesting, if a little scary, the social dilemma on Netflix, but I'd highly recommend it. Um, in some ways, it doesn't tell you things you don't know about how social media and Google use your data. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. So I wonder if some of the um, ads changes and the fact they're being so cautious is to do with the US elections. Obviously, they're really ramping up. It's the election next month there. So um, they're having to be super careful after the, the last election about how about political statements, basically. So that's, I guess, tying into it. There's been there have been over the last I want to say over the last two years, actually, there have been so many updates and changes that relate to anything that is shared on social or mm. advertised on social that has some sort of political bias to it. Um, but we're also starting to see little things come through as well that will, you know, things like if you wanted to share some if you saw a link on Facebook, OK, and you know, you, you kind of you see the sensationalized headlines and you know and some people just they see the headline they don't read the article and they hit share okay mm -hmm. and across the platform so not just Facebook um it's Facebook and Twitter mostly they're starting to create little flags if you like so if you go to hit share or or retweet you'll get something that's is you know it might be telling you that okay you want to share this article but it's actually five years old or you want to share this article, you want to tweet this, but you haven't actually read it. You know, sure you don't want to read it before you share it with the world. And, you know, and I think all of... Emily's not looking at the comments, is she? <laughs> no. No, let's hope Chad will get back into Danny's I've got I've got something to say to you, Paul, but I can't say it on here. So just to be clear, one of the main reasons we do this live every week is so that you got you know, lots of people see me and Amanda out and about and on social and um, you know when we're allowed back at events and speaking at meetings and that kind of thing. But we wanted people to be able to get to know Mark, Jane and Emily as well. And um, yeah, I, I think that. <laughs> the thing is, I, was saying, I say things sometimes where I don't think about them. And I know, I full well know the difference. But now I'm never going to live that down. I've had multiple <laughs> things like that that's happened to me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What can you do? I'm easygoing. It's fine. <laughs> so okay so what else have we got anyone got anything else to add anything new they want to pick up on that we haven't talked about already best times to post 
So there was a, a useful article out this week, um, you know, and we're always getting asked, aren't we? I think probably all five of us, what's the best time? So two things, what's the best time to post on social media? What's the best time to send an email? Um, and it changes, obviously it changes with the time of year, it changes if it's school holidays, changes with the seasons, all the rest of it, changes if you're in lockdown. So, you know, so there, it really does vary. And also there's no magic bullet completely. If you're gonna put rubbish content out there, it doesn't matter if you post it at the magic time. Equally, if you're gonna put amazing content out there and you put it out at two o'clock in the morning, it's not gonna have the reach that you want it to. So so there is some, some caveats in this, but you can, you know, look at the data to say, okay, well, in theory, what's the best time? When are people most engaged? Um, and your analytics, when you go into Facebook, for example, you can go into your insights tab um, and see where most people are online, what time they're online. So post your best content then. Um, but I do think it's interesting to see what time is likely to get you most engagement. And at the moment, it tends to be between 10 and 11 a.m. So that's certainly true of um, so Instagram. I'm just looking at my notes because, again, this only came out this week. And obviously, there's a lot of platforms and times to remember. So Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter tends to be anywhere between sort of, yeah, 10, 11, 12. So and my theory behind that is people will look at those platforms probably when they wake up because, you know, we all do. We all go and look at our phone, what's on the little red notifications. But we might not engage then because we're kind of trying to, well, now we're trying to get kids out the door maybe or log on to our team meeting. Around about mid-morning is when you've got maybe you think, okay, I've got a chance to breathe. I'm going to make a cup of coffee. So I will check my notifications again, but this time maybe I'll have a little bit more of a dwell on things. I'll actually give something a like or a share or a retweet. So that tends to be a good time for engagement. Um best days of the week as you would typically expect LinkedIn is better on weekdays so again it's kind of maybe not Monday but Tuesday through to Friday good times less so Saturday Sunday um, Twitter all week is good again less so Saturday Sunday so I think unless you're doing something maybe sporty um, or kind of along those lines, um, then yeah, week time is better. So, but um, again, if you're on our Facebook page, um, I think we've shared it on our LinkedIn page as well. So I've put a link to the infographic and it's a nice, easy to follow infographic that tells you the best times to post on social media, which should get you the best engagement. Brilliant, brilliant. So one of the things I would add to that as well is that right now is a really good time to to look at those insights on Facebook and, and understand when your audience are online um, and maybe sort of put something in your diary to check again at the beginning of November because you know as you know we're we kind of you know we're, we're about to sort of go through um, you know the clocks are going to change at the end of the month aren't they we're getting back into that time of the year now where people's habits are a little bit are a little bit different mm. there you know and it's it's a whole new world out there isn't it isn't it so yeah. it's it's going to be really interesting what effect that has on your stats so mm. so definitely be looking at that now because we're you're going to see those changes you might have been posting at half seven in the morning and getting fantastic reach and that's going to disappear and people are very quick to blame it on the algorithms um and not actually think about okay what's the actual human behavior mm. 
we're not in the middle of summer anymore. Most people are, you know, if they're, you know, we're at the end of furlough now, aren't we? A lot of people are back in the workplace or or certainly functioning on working hours rather than just sort of being in this kind of weird, almost holiday hour mode. So, um, so yeah, it's, you know, human behaviour has a lot to answer for as well. And it, it can, it's so easy to just go, oh, yeah, well, face, face, Facebook's cutting reach again and not think about the fact that, well, no, it's just dark and miserable in the mornings and people are not as yeah. full of life as they were a few months mm-hmm. ago, few months ago. And again, this that may change. So me saying, you know, 11 a.m. is a great time to post. That was absolutely true during lockdown. And bear in mind, some of this data um, that's been collected will include some of that period. So, you know, yeah, whilst we might have been getting back to a bit more normal since September, you know, with kids going back to school, August, July, even, you know, even when kids should have been at school, they obviously weren't because of lockdown. So, um, so it won't be the same throughout. So, as you say, we often talk about posting you know, regularly, consistently. So if you're going to send emails out, for example, same time, same day, every week. But if, and again, if you're expected to do a similar post, so for us, live lunch now, everybody knows 12 o'clock Thursday, that's where we are. If we'd been doing like an evening thing, like a pub quiz, they've kind of fallen by the wayside. So you have to, you have to change kind of with, with what's going on in, in the ether, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, guys, we are pretty much at time now. So um, I'll draw it to a close. Um, There was one other thing I was going to bring up, but we'll save it for next time. And um, yeah, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we look do, do, do. It was just just about auto captions coming on Twitter audio. Tweets. I always thought it was something we could talk about. It's not that exciting. No, you should have made it more not, exciting. Yeah, it's not really worth Eastenders rubbish thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you guys that thought it was going to be, you know, Eastenders worthy. Is that is anything Eastenders worthy? Oh, don't ask Jane. Jane loves Eastenders. I anyway. Do. so people that have joined us live thank you very much um and we hope there's been a few things in there that you found of interest and if not we hope we've given you a little bit of entertainment um and we'll catch up with you again next week thursday 12 noon um on the green umbrella facebook page the youtube channel um and also over on my linkedin profile as well we'll be live there See you all next week. Bye. Bye.